3: Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along Uh, as we enter the fourth and final hour of the Bobby Mac show, the one we call the bonus hour with uh, thoughts and prayers for all those involved in that uh, horrific accident on uh, 85 around Whitehorse Road around three this afternoon. Uh, Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation this evening. Just grab the phone and call me. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number, 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number is 71307. And my email address is, as always, Bob at 1063WORD.com. I always love it. It's always amusing uh, because uh, people send uh, so many uh, text messages these days. And sometimes, uh, inadvertently, we'll send one to the uh, wrong address. And we get a a bunch of them from time to time. Uh, Eleven minutes ago, uh, this text message came in. When do you want to (laughs) eat? And so whenever I get one like that, I always send something in in return. And I texted back, I'm ready now, Bobby Mac, (laughs) W-O-R-D. And... I received a, uh, a text in, in reply that said, Ha ha ha, Bobby, I thought I sent that dinner text to my son. Laugh out loud. My son is a former offensive lineman. You might have to fight him for the dinner. <laughs> gotcha. Now, this business with uh, suing Google uh, over antitrust concerns. Here's a question, too. Are, are we ever going to reach the point where antitrust uh, considerations are going to be brought in? I mean, I know before all these mergers and acquisitions took place, before Disney took control of ABC, before Comcast uh, took control of uh, NBC and all the rest. But at some point, the concentration of media influence in so few hands especially when they are all the hands of the left, uh, has to be considered. Does it not? Uh, There was a story yesterday, and you may have heard it. Twitter, you're familiar with them. They're the self-appointed gatekeepers of the press, speech, elections, and now science as well, removed a tweet by a top coronavirus task force expert, who had the audacity to suggest face masks do not work. Dr. Scott Atlas from Stanford, <clears throat> a top white house coronavirus advisor tweeted the following on Sunday, questioning the effectiveness of face masks in stopping the spread of the Wuhan flu quote masks work. And then in caps, no. Read the tweet that has since been deleted by our Twitter overlords. In subsequent tweets, Dr. Atlas pointed to areas like uh, Los Angeles, Miami, Hawaii, Alabama, other places where Dr. Atlas said cases exploded even with mandates. Uh, For further compelling information about the effectiveness of face masks, uh, there's an excellent read asking why if face masks work, why are they not then working? In a statement to The Hill, a Twitter spokesperson said the doctor's tweet violated the company's COVID-19 misleading information policy which prohibits sharing false or misleading content related to COVID-19, which could lead to harm. Okay. But Twitter isn't letting the actual scientists and experts leading the coronavirus task force establish what is false, misleading, or may lead to harm. They're making that decision themselves. Any uh, epidemiologists doing all this uh, checking at Twitter? But as we know, liberals in Silicon Valley, brainwashed by the anti-Trump media, are the ones making the call. Twitter has decided there's no longer room in the scientific method for any skepticism or evidence challenging certain theories. I would point out, to these idiots, these leftist buffoons in Silicon Valley 500 years ago, everybody knew that the sun revolved around the earth. Okay. So unsurprisingly, Twitter is now in lockstep with the liberal media in politicizing science, just as they are in censoring conservatives and uh, busily interfering in the election. And you can always tell when the left is politicizing something because their totalitarian streak gives them away. Instead of making arguments to convince voters, the left just censors conservatives and blocks negative press about Joe Biden, like uh, Hunter Biden's laptop and all the emails that are on there. Uh, I guess there are some expected Twitter to ease off the censorship after the social media company Suppressed uh, damaging news stories about Joe Biden, but uh, Twitter, uh, along with the the rest of us, recognizes that the stakes could not be any higher this year. And their survival pretty much now depends on their Democrat allies uh, being successful two weeks from today. So unsurprising why they do what they do in on uh, the text line as well. Bobby, antitrust loose, a lawsuit for Google about bleeping time. I hope it's not too little too late. Bobby, with the vaccine coming out in November, the financial reset coming in January, all I've got to say is people better get their houses in order to see Jesus coming back soon. Uh, Bobby, I think Trump should uh, hold the debate hostage thursday night i think he should start by saying as the number one law enforcement officer of the government i refuse to debate this man biden until the following questions are answered he should then proceed to ask very pointed questions about the hunter biden laptop and all the emails and he should refuse to answer any debate questions until the answers are given yeah i see what you're saying but the minute the president starts down that path, the uh, moderator, uh, Little Miss Democrat Toady, uh, will just uh, mute his mic. By the way, note for a future reference to uh, Jeffrey Tubin, Jeff, when you mute in a, uh, in a Zoom call, it doesn't kill the video. You might want to make a note of that uh, in the future. Uh, Bobby, on a lighter note, I've decided what I'm going to do with my free time when I retire. I'm going to play golf six days a week and then take Sunday off to play golf. Tracy P. from Gaffney. Sounds like a good plan to me. Uh, Bobby, most officials, Clinton, Obama, etc., use fronts like charities to enrich themselves. Yeah, like the, the Clinton... Crime family Foundation Joe Biden though is more brazen and uh, prefers using just a direct shakedown right as we as we've seen from Hunter's emails uh, there's more too now it's extended to uh where's this Kazakhstan yeah. I'll tell you about this when we come right back. Quarter after six here on the Bobby Mack Show. ATF is still on the way for today as well. Amazing true facts still coming up. Aha. Welcome back 622 now here on the uh, Bobby Mac show. Well this is interesting. I'm looking at a photo uh, the uh, Breitbart.com website. A photograph that has emerged showing former VP Joe Biden posing with oligarch Kenneth Rakeshev of Kazakhstan who once uh, reportedly explored business with Biden's son, Hunter Biden. Who didn't? Uh, the photo, first published last year at an anti-corruption website called the Kazakhstani Initiative on Asset Recovery, purports to show Hunter Biden and daddy together with Kazakhstan's former Prime Minister, Karim Masimov, uh, also in the photo. Uh, the photo also shows Kenneth Rakhichev, described as a relative and junior partner of oligarch Timur Kulibayev. Uh, Rakhichev's personal website identifies him as an international businessman, investor, and entrepreneur. It adds that he is regarded as one of the most influential businessmen in Kazakhstan, with business interests spanning technology, oil and gas, finance, shipbuilding, and metals and mining industries. Rakishev and Hunter Biden once reportedly explored business opportunities together. The uh, UK's Daily Mail reported uh, several days ago. The mail can reveal that between 2012 and 2014, Hunter worked as a sort of go-between for Kenneth Rakishev, a self-styled international businessman, with close family connections to the kleptocratic regime of his homeland's despotic former president, Nursultan Nazarbayev. Emails passed to this newspaper via anti-corruption campaigners from the Central Asian country reveal that uh, Biden held extensive meetings with Rakeshev, who was looking to invest a portion of his personal fortune in New York and Washington. He also traveled to the Kazakh capital of Astana to hold business discussions. Hunter Biden then attempted to persuade the man to buy into a Nevada mining company, brokering a series of meetings with the firm before convincing him to invest a cool million dollars with Alexandra Forbes Carey. That name sound familiar? Yes, that is the filmmaker daughter of Democrat Senator and former presidential candidate John Kerry, who also served bravely in Vietnam for a cup of coffee. That's about how long he was there. The Daily Mail also reported that Hunter and Rakashev became friends and that Hunter Biden traveled to Astana, now known as Nur Sultan, the capital of Kazakhstan, the two also dined together at luxury restaurants in New York and Washington. Rakhishev was recently named in a U.S. Senate report into Hunter Biden's foreign business activities, which noted that the oligarch gave $142,300 to Devin Archer. He's awaiting sentencing on other unrelated financial fraud charges, Hunter Biden's former business partner, ostensibly the money was for a car. Bartlett contributor Peter Schweizer reported in his 2019 book, Secret Empires, how the American political class hides corruption and enriches family and friends, that the Morgan Stanley account into which the car funds were paid was controlled by Archer, and received large sums of money from foreign entities. Now what do you expect they, what do you think they expected to get in return for these uh, large sums of money? Uh, Maybe uh, a little influence peddling with daddy? According to court documents cited by Schweizer, that account received funds from the Ukrainian energy company, Burisma, where have we heard that name before? from the Chinese company Bohai Harvest RST, and from a company controlled by Rokashev Novatas Holdings. Investigative journalist uh, Matthew Tirand provided Breitbart with an email from early 2014 in which Archer indicated he would be hosting Kazakhstan's Secretary of State in Washington, D.C. The email came via Bevan Cooney, a former business partner of Hunter Biden and Devin Archer, who himself is currently serving time in federal prison for a 2016 conviction in a bond fraud scheme. As Breitbart reported last week, Cooney believes he was the fall guy for the fraud scheme and that Archer and Hunter Biden had avoided responsibility. Archer's conviction had been vacated, but was recently reinstated on appeal, and he is currently awaiting sentencing. The photographs of the Bidens with Rakishev and Massimov appears to have been taken at Cafe Milano in Washington. The iconic restaurant's logo appears on the drapes in the background. The date of the photograph is unknown. Cafe Milano was also the target of a bizarre failed uh, Iranian terror plot aimed at the Saudi ambassador, who apparently also ate there often. The Washingtonian reported in 2013, Vice President Joe Biden and his wife are regulars. Cafe Milano has the distinction in Washington of handling high-profile visits with a blam. On any given night, there might be some dignitary with security in the room. Remember, of course, uh, Joe Biden's infamous quote? I have never discussed with my son or my brother or with anyone else anything having to do with their businesses. Period. It's not Sleepy Joe. It's not Demented Joe. It is Lion Joe. 629 here on The Bobby Mac Show. Annie is ready to update the news. I'm right back with the last half of the bonus hour here on Tuesday on WORD. Welcome back, 6:37 now. 23 before 7 o'clock here in the Bobby Mac show this Tuesday evening, the closing half of the bonus hour. Um, in on the text line 71307. Bobby. Joe Byam used the vice presidency like he was Paulie Walnuts on the Sopranos, running a protection racket. and Hunter Biden was pretty much uh, Christopher's character from uh, the Sopranos. Uh, shakedown artist, and Lord forbid that this guy becomes the president. If any of this traces back to the Clintons, old Joey better get used to the basement. Uh, Bobby, Kazakhstan, Ukraine, China, Russia, and Hunter Biden really gets around in places I would never want to visit. Well, you would if the visits were as lucrative as they apparently were for Hunter and Daddy. Bobby, any chance of the current ads being run by Shamey Harrison, uh, the ones that are fast and loose with the truth, are indicative of the manner in which he would represent us in Washington? Yeah, perfect representation. Uh, Bobby, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said they had no other choice. The media portrays dims as strategic and calculating but their behavior reminds me more of a feral cat that's been cornered you bet bobby do you think the left is ignoring the biden situation in hopes of uh, him winning the election uh they will expose him and force him to resign and then harris would end up taking over well harris is going to end up taking over anyway right We know that uh, Biden is uh, probably not going to make it to, I don't know, Valentine's Day if he were to win. Uh, Bobby Mac, so if you're a good little sheeple, wear your mask, social distance, wash the skin off your hands. Do you really need a flu shot or does all that stuff only work for COVID? Good question. Bobby, I know political mail isn't generally sent first class, but how long do political mailings take to reach our mailboxes? We got an eight and a half by 11 color postcard, ostensibly from Bill Bledsoe, slamming Graham in the mail today, October 20th, and he dropped out October 1st. Is this a Harrison scam? What do you think? Of course it is and it and it shows the level of desperation in the harrison campaign they've got i don't know how many a hundred million dollars invested in this race and uh, they're afraid he's gonna lose and they're right 20 minutes before seven time to bring on gary good voice
2: ladies and gentlemen once again Bob McClain presents amazing, amazing amazing true true, true facts. facts.
3: Thank you Gary and uh, as uh, as always Miss Moneypenny uh John we have one Bobette taking part in ATF today little Annie is uh, busy with the, the ongoing news. Uh so uh thank you uh, Moneypenny for joining us for ATF today. You are more than welcome Bob. And as a dog owner and dog lover uh, I don't you know, know we, sometimes uh, I don't love them. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. Oof. Uh, You know, we love to share the crazy stuff that dogs can do. (laughs) Some like to sing. We found one who loves to sing along with the theme to Star Trek and is uh, pretty good at it. Where the uh, where the music goes up, yeah, his voice goes up with it. Not bad, not Dogs bad.
0: All over the Upstate are now howling.
3: Yeah, that's right. Thank They're going you, crazy. Bob McLean. <laughs> we do it all the time. Uh, Coca Cola is discontinuing making Tab soda after sixty years. What? Uh, many of you may not even know what the heck Tab is. Uh, So, for those of you who never saw TAB or never drank it, we were lucky enough to snag this old-school film from the 1970s to shed some light on what a calorie-saving drink TAB was. Uh, Moneypenny, if you would, get the lights, and uh, we'll roll the uh, film here. Look, there's Brenda and Karen. They both have hairdos like Farrah Fawcett. Fawcett from Charlie's Angels. We're on roller skates with tight white spandex shorts and red tube tops. We're starring in the TV commercial for Tab, the delicious diet soda made with artificial sweetener saccharin. And look, there are some rats from the laboratory that were fed saccharin. And now they've got bladder cancer. One calorie tab, the only diet soda that mattered matter. Yeah. So I may uh, go uh, some distance towards explaining why Tab is now gone after 60 years. This one struck us as kind of weird. There's a woman in Connecticut who recently bought a house with her boyfriend and her ex-husband. They're all moving into it with their four kids, but they've already been living together for a while. The husband says it started because their kid was sick. And he wanted a mom to be there. She says, hey, just works for us. And her boyfriend and her ex get along really well. Here the ex and the wife talking about it.
2: It just felt like the right thing to do at the time. And we had a child that was sick. I just felt he needed his mother here as well. And I was just, I just wanted to make it work.
0: And these guys never even had a disagreement, not once. I have disagreements with each of them all the time. <laughs> but they, they, these two just get along. So it's just, it just works
3: for us. Yeah. Could be a, a TV show, right? Brother
0: wife, brother, oh, wait, brother husbands. Yeah,
3: that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, three's company. <laughs> yeah. Um a a lot of fear driven by the media through the pandemic here yeah, the scamdemic in 2020 what is people's biggest fear in 2020? It is anthropophobia.
1: What? Anthropophobia.
3: Yeah, that's right. A study found the most googled fear this year was Anthropophobia. <laughs> A fear of other people. Anthropophobia. That's it. Google searches for it are up 500% from last year, peaked in uh, mid-April. Anthropophobia. Thank you, uh, thank you. <laughs> we, we got that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, wait, there wait, 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 what was that, Bobby? Uh, was I think that? it was called... Uh, Anthropophobia. Okay. That's it, right. That's uh, ATF for today, quarter before seven here on the Bobby Mack Show. Be right back. Yeah, something in the air, all right. Jamie Harrison uh, fake news ads. They're all over the air. Uh, nine before seven o'clock here on the uh, Bobby Mack Show. Uh, Bobby, the second greatest fear in 2020 is anthropophobia. <laughs> That's funny. I thought it was just. Uh, what was that again, Money Penny? Yeah. Uh, Bobby, you think Hayden Biden is getting answers to the debate questions drilled into his feeble brain? Why? Why would you suggest such a thing? Just because uh, Little Miss uh, a Democrat uh, fundraiser and uh, contributor who happens to be the moderator for the event. You don't think that she would uh, provide debate questions in advance to Hayden Biden, do you? Uh, Bobby, I think he's also getting heavy drug doses to perk him up. Wouldn't surprise me in the least. Uh, Bobby, uh, say it ain't so. What's next? No fresca? (laughs) Uh, Bobby, seems like to me that Jamie Harrison is going to end up the Beto O'Dork from a year or so ago. Gotcha. Well, you know, of course, that... uh, Part of uh, what Jamie Harrison believes, along with Pelosi and uh, Schumer, Biden and all the rest of them, is defunding the police. Although Biden continues to deny that he ever said that. Well, they should be aware the actions have consequences. Eight Minneapolis residents are suing the city council over a lack of police presence amid spikes in violent crime in the city. Well, that's just coincidental, though, don't you think? The residents are blaming the council's calls to defund the police after a George Floyd's May 25th death and argue that the city has not said how many officers are currently on the ground to meet a minimum requirement for protecting the residents. We are here together in unison to say enough is enough. Community activist Kathy Spann, spawn rather said during a Monday press conference. I'm here today to say it is uh, it is about all of us coming together to make a difference to stop the gun violence that is in our city downtown south north. We are stopping it. We are no longer asking for a plan. We are the plan. The Minneapolis City Council members in June voted to completely dismantle the city's police department, and replace it with a community safety program. Great. Uh, You got uh, some home invaders uh, breaking down your front door. They'll send over a social worker to explain to them the error of their ways. The council has since changed its stance amid a surge in violent crime and carjackings. What do you know? (laughs) Uh, I've got to make way for the great one. Mark Levin is on the way next. From And uh, see you tomorrow.
1: God bless. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band
0: camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs>